Welcome back, people. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. I'm your boy, Mr. Press, and with me always... It's your boy, Cash, a.k.a. Exec P. What's happening, good people? Hey, Cash, before we get too far into this, man, first, you can see I'm on location, uh, but, hey, we keep this thing going regardless, you know? Uh, but for the new people who ain't never never heard of us and don't know what we do, can you please enlighten us? We're going to keep it short. We about music, sports, entertainment, culture each and every week. That's what you can find. Catch us at Tuesdays, 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you're a Patreon member, you can catch us whenever because you never know when an extra episode is going to drop. Make sure y'all, y'all tap into the Patreon. It should be streaming somewhere below us at some point in this episode if you're on video. If not, if you're on audio, just check the credits. You never know what you're going to get in there. We talk about a whole bunch of other things that don't quite make the pod. So y'all check that out. But that's a little bit about us. You know, we do all kinds of interviews, uh, artists, you know, people within the culture, you know, people that's doing great things in the community. So that's that's a little bit about us, man. Cash, tell them what's coming up first. Hey, we got a, a few familiar faces. Last time we had them back um, on the pod. Well, last time we had them on the podcast together, JR and Shamir, respectively, it was for Broken Easel, another project that we enjoyed thoroughly. So this time they're back. With another project, this time is just helmed by Shamir and JR, and it's called Shadow in the Shade 2. So we're going to talk to him about that and, and dive in deep. Yeah, pause, yeah, yeah. Pause, and, uh, pause that. Go ahead. Right there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm diving deep. I had to. Had to. <laughs> hey, yeah, we definitely got to uh, get in depth on this uh this album right here man and it was a a great album to start off with man uh jr you know continually to show continual growth on this one man and then just teaming up with shamir man like great production all around on this and it just seems like it gave him more room to uh just flourish on the on the lyrics and uh yeah we, let's not let's not wait any further man let's bring him on in and let's uh let's open up the discussion all right, so fellas, welcome back to the couch, man. How, how y'all been? How y'all been feeling? We've been good, man. Pretty working really hard. For sure, man. Fresh. So it's, it's been nice. a couple of weeks since the projects come out. I think this time around, we wanted to just chill out. You know what I'm saying? And, and absorb it a little bit instead of just getting to an interview right out the gate, man. How how has this been received overall? Pretty well, I, I would say. Um, just looking at. Uh, you know, social media and like the the plays and stuff is well the streams it's been pretty pretty solid. How about on your end your instrument? I think it's been really good. Especially like us promoting it on our own, straight up independent. It's been really good. Like gotten a lot of good feedback as far as the production and how cohesive we put everything together. It's been amazing though. So before we get into it, I don't want to assume everybody knows who you guys are and, and kind of what you do. So, you know, we'll start with you, Shamir, and then toss it over to the JR. Just tell them a little bit about, you know, where you're from, your background, and how you got started in production. I'm from Bronx, New York. I live in Springfield, Mass. And I started making music probably around, let's say, like 14 years old. But it was just rapping in the beginning. And then I got into making beats around like 18, 
17 years old. JR? Um, obviously for me, man, I'm from uh Wilson, North Carolina. Uh started out uh in production, just making beats, wouldn't rap. I used to write all the time, but I never never recorded anything. Um some years later started rapping, kinda uh fell off uh, with the beats and now we're here. I mean I'm back dabbling a little bit, but mostly uh mostly rap for me uh these days. So with um, Shadow in the Shade 2, I mean, it's so we're going to get into the layers of it. I mean, but what made you guys, did you guys choose that that title together? And kind of what does it mean for people that are not familiar with the with the project? Um, Shadow in the Shade, the first one I dropped in 2015, um, but not a lot of people heard it. I took it down. Um when I started working with Shamir on uh, Broken Diesel, I was thinking about it like I should, you know, revamp it or whatever and do it again. But like, now nah, I want to do something fresh. So after I dropped Tessera, I was planning to drop the uh, Shadow in the Shade uh, 2. I just put T-O-O instead of, you know, the 2, you know. But yeah, it was just a random idea, really, um, for me anyway. And Shamir just provided a great uh, backdrop, you know. Good thing you uh, put that T-O-O on there. You know what I mean? For those that know. Yeah. <laughs> Man. But, it's kind of uh, crazy. Yeah. So as you uh, providing the backdrop, Shamir, man, like going into it, um, you know, you got the title or whatever. Like, what did you want to bring out of JR this time around with you guys working together? In the beginning, I was really riding on the wave of Broken Easel but I knew it wasn't going to be like Broken Music. And it was the first record that I had made. It was the Uber record. I didn't know what to do with it. Like, I, I had added, like, drums to it. And JR was on the phone with me. And he was like, nah, take the drums out. And then I heard it. I was like, yo, this is beautiful just without it. And that's kind of how we knew like the type of backdrop we wanted with the album. So for um, those that don't know, man, I I had to, you know, be a student myself and look up these terms. So what what is Umbra and pen, Penumbra? What are, what, are, what do those things mean? Uh, the Umbra is like the, um, it's like the innermost, it's like the darkest part of the shadow. Um, Penumbra is opposite, you know, yeah, gotcha. pretty much. All the terms, like all the tracks, were uh, they related to shadows in some way. Right. Okay. So sticking with that theme, man, like what made like you talk about being underrated a lot or overlooked a lot throughout the project and just in your previous works. Like, what what makes you feel like that? Because as a listener. I don't, I don't feel like that. You know what I mean? Like, it, I know it's always different for the artists, you know what I'm saying? But why, why do you feel like you, you're overlooked or played to the side? Like, I get a lot of that type of energy, you know, in those, those slick, witty bars that, that you'll have throughout, you know, any of your projects. But more specifically, this one, you, you touch on it a lot more. Um, it's just, 
it been happening, you know, my entire life. Like, uh, whether it didn't matter what it was, like it could have been basketball or whatever, um, music. It, it's always been that way. So, uh, I always have like a, I, I've had this chip on my shoulder since school. And the shadow, I mean, a shadow in the shade was like, um, it was like, okay, so where I'm from, that's the shade, basically. Like, because uh, we got a lot of talent here, but it's hard to, you know, get the light uh, shed on people and whatnot. And then you have people who get on them and they try to, do stuff for the area, but people don't really appreciate it. So that's more shade, you know. So that's uh, something I've been dealing with forever, basically. So sure. and Yo, with I, the music, I, I feel like I feel like uh, I get overlooked a lot, even though you know a lot of people um, tune in and tap in. Like a lot of a lot of my my work gets overlooked. Overshadowed. So, do you do you believe you turn that? How are you trying to turn that into um, being independent? Right, you, there's a lot that you got to do on your own. Yeah. Me personally, for the podcast or anything that I do, I always look inward. Like, what could I do better? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's always like I don't really want to give excuses for people. Fuck people. That's that's how yeah, I feel. Yeah. Like. I'm going to get by on my own merit. I'm not going to suck any dick. I'm not going to do any of that to get Facts. to where I need to be. I'm just going to keep doing me. And then over time, you know, I can, I can respect myself more. So with that said, are there any things that you feel like internally that would help you from not feeling that way? Or is that just something that you keep as a former hooper? I mean, you still hoop, but just like to keep that, that chip on your shoulder to keep you going. I feel like uh, I'm, I'm probably always going to feel that way because uh, it is like crazy uh, motivation for me. Um, and like, you know, the whole sucking up the people and shit. Like, I, I ain't doing none of that. Like, I want to kill all these niggas. So in the humblest way, you know. That's, of course. But <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't feel like... I don't feel like it's anybody that uh, I can't spar with. If we talking lyrics, like I don't feel like it's anybody out there I can't spar with. And that's a good place to be. That's a good place to be. Shamir, how do you feel about that tying into to your production? Like, how do you feel about that? Because I've heard, you know, we've had King James on and he's giving you high praise. I know he's a part of your team, but working with him now for... I mean, you had a lion's share of Broken Easel and now this entire project, how do you feel about just being him being overlooked? I don't know. I'm not sure how you, how you feel about your production of it being overlooked or the, the project as a whole. How do you feel about that? So the way I feel about it is basically like I feel the same way he does. Like we come from a place where a lot of people ain't make it out, you know, especially you got to grind really hard. And, and sometimes like, I like one of the things I hate, man, is the politics of it because 
somebody could be on the same level as you, like even skill wise, but popularity could play the play the game. Like you got to play a game to be in the forefront. And I feel like that's part of the the game that I hate. You know, like I wish sometimes it was different, like that you can be that it's all about skills and your gift, but you got to play the politics to be able to be in front of the masses. And, you know, like, that's why I go hard now. Like, like I let the catalog speak for itself because if you don't get it now, you're going to get it later. That's how I feel about it. For sure. Like, I know, you know, coming from where I come from, like, I'm from New York originally, but I've been gone so long and just, you know, traveling the world through, you know, the travels in, in the military or whatever. But that's always been the thing coming out of New York. Like, you, you know, you got to shake hands, kiss babies and, and politic just to be in the who's who. You know, the talent typically doesn't doesn't win out. It has to be the team and how you move and how you look the aesthetics and all that, all that stuff's like, is typically not that. And then on the flip side from smaller cities like Wilson, like, you know, Springfield isn't super small, but what I'm saying is like, I'll, I'll hear that from a lot of guys from the Midwest and stuff like that. to where it's like a crabs in a barrel mentality. You know what I'm saying? With social media, man, I know you recently took a, a social media break and, you know, kind of had to fall back for a little bit. How has that been in terms of just kind of rejuvenating you and your creativity? Oh, it was love. Um, I got, I was getting a lot more done. Um, well, I, I have been um, without, you know, constantly checking my phone. And really, I took that break to try to break habits or whatever and, and stuff like that and just take a step back, analyze a few things and people. And, I'm good. I'm good now. I could dig it. I could dig it. We all we all need that time to to fall back and just, you know, be present instead of, you know, being on the phone and shit like that. So definitely get that. Um again, this is you guys second time working together. I'll toss the first question to Shamir. How has in your opinion, how has JR grown since the last time you guys have worked together on a project? I think the way he's grown is he be um he's open to a lot of things. Like he doesn't surprise me in his range. Like I might say, yo, like like for example, contour. I didn't think he was gonna like contour in the beginning. Because the record felt had a like R and B vibe, you know, kind of a more mainstream sound. But what he did with it was really dope. Because sometimes, like, I'll make these, I get into a um, vibe, and I'll make these records that don't necessarily sound underground or kind of like in the space that we in, but they kind of like surpass that. And they can kind of like break the mainstream barrier. And I can see him doing that more and more as we work together. All right. So before we, before I toss that question to you, 
JR, I'm gonna play a little bit of contour so people could get some have some context as to what we're talking about. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice message. Can you hear it? Is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Yeah, she said it's true love here, so what you running from? Wrap the arms around my waist like a cummerbund. I'm coming from betrayal from a woman I thought was the one that left my heart in pieces. I tried to mend it with one and dones. Those one night stands, a one night man. I keep in contact with the ones I can. It's getting old to me. She tried to give me her heart like it was old to me. I managed to push her away when she's getting close to me. She says she understands as a man It may take a little longer to advance When you put all of your faith in a plan And that shit hits the fan It makes it harder for you to take a chance once again But when I love is way too strong It's whatever I'm on board Surf the waves you want Still trying to find my heart so she may move on She said I'm patient just don't take too long Yeah That's contour man so now you know I got a I got a few questions. See, I got a few questions because you got it. You got mm-hmm. in the emo bag, and I don't know if you know. That's my bag. That's my bag. Okay. That's my okay. bag, man. So <laughs> let's talk about it, man. Like we're all we're all taken here. You know what I'm saying? We're all taken here. We got we in relationships. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So how 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 does making that type of song go over with you? Just kind of really given your your full self of things that you've been through up until now. So how does it go over? Yeah, how does it go over? Cause I know as you making songs, man, like you're you're explaining your truth, but is it it's it's all right, so um I ain't really have an issue with the contour track. But the okay. self portrait it was like eh. Oh self portrait it was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so portrait. Yeah, um, contour. It was she was actually a part of it. So I mean, yeah, I got you. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. All right. So what they didn't hear is I, I want to just I got a few bars I, I want to read off that I, I need you know, some <laughs> explanation right. for. I you know I don't normally do this. I don't normally do this, but I I I, I wrote it. I took a screenshot here. So now y'all heard two of my past dealings. The difference between good women and bad bitches. I dealt with them both. Master pain. I accepted the growth because every encounter somebody was left in the cold. I've yet to devote myself again. So my selfishness been outshining my true spirit. I'm cool with it. Give, give us some context behind that. I mean, you said what you had to say, but why are you cool with being who you are? Like, why, why, why won't you change, man? At the time... Uh, when I wrote it, I wasn't looking for anything from anybody. So it was like, I was cool with it. I was only focused on myself and making myself happy. And uh, yeah, like chicks were coming and going. It's like, like you, ain't, you ain't doing this with me. You ain't doing it. Like, I ain't trying to hear that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't care. Like, so at the time, I, I really, I wrote that in 2016. So yeah, that was that's where I was at at the time. I feel you. I feel you, man. I feel you. A lot, a lot of people can relate whether they 
still actively going through that type of thing or not. You know what I'm saying? So that's why that's one of the songs that resonated. And I'm I'm glad back to your point, Shamir, that he actually hopped on that because I think that's important to show that bag again, because again, I think if people don't dive into your catalog, they don't know that you can do that. You know what I mean? So that's dope. So I'll toss the question to you though. Um, The original question, JR, how has Shamir's production grown since you, you guys last worked together on Broken Easel? Um, for me, I was my answer is a little similar to his. Um, you know, him being able to, you know, create anything like and feel confident enough to send it to me, uh, whatever. But uh Shamir's been getting better since uh, the first track I got from I think it was uh, the Nothing Joint. Me and Fabian did, and we, you know, we did the tracks on Broken Easel. But some of the, um, he surprised me with like the, the Broken Easel track. I was surprised, you know, by that. Um, uh, the Umbra Joint was uh, like he said that shit was super beautiful, man. Like it's just beautiful music. Um. And I know he got mad joints in the tuck uh, now. Like, he be playing stuff on his live, and I be like, all right, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, man. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I be saying it, so, yeah. Hey, I ain't want to tap on too many lives. But. I'll, yeah, man. I'll be, I'll be scouting. I do the same, so, same thing, man. Just, yeah. yeah lot, I don't want to be that guy, you know what I mean? Like, yo, send me that. Like, I don't want to be that guy. Like, to just say it about everything. So, yeah. Like, yeah. Feel like yeah. Right, nah, I, JR, JR, he got the go with me. <laughs> Not too many got the go. He know that. So, hey. I want to play a little bit of Umbra as well, man, because that's that's me and Prez's uh, favorite song on the whole entire project. So the drums being taken out, the beautiful music, we just want y'all to hear a little bit. So let's let's play a little bit of Umbra. Um, don't let me butcher her name, so correct me if I'm wrong. Shakina Iman, that's who was featuring. Sh- Shakana. Shakana Iman. All right. Speak much, but the rap and wordy have these verses I pull from deep, but most people never catch the curry. Getting Kareem like magic worthy. These chicks loving how I play above the rim. I'm attracting birdies. Snapping early without the hug. One, two. A lot of punches hit the gloves, but I snuck some through. I'm in this race, respecting obstacles I must run through. Cause every time I leap a hurdle, all my funds jump too. I brung truth. I'ma travel alone, add to the throne. Skeletons in the closet, got niggas burying bones. And where are the clones? That's um, that's um, bro. Y'all, 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 just go listen to the project. So, I gotta ask you, man. I gotta be honest. Like, so every now and then, I rap too, right? Every now and then, I say some shit, and I'm like, oh, I did that shit. Like, how do you walk away from those type of verses? Like, at times, like. 
how do you how do you you seem to be very cool all the time, man? But like, how do you walk away from those verses? Like, you you know what you did there, man. Man, I don't even uh, I don't even know, man. A lot of times I, I'll just write and I and I record it and don't even think about it. And like you know, I don't think about it until. I'm playing it back, like, maybe, like, a week later or so, and I'm like, damn, like, this shit is hard. Like, but in the moment, it's, I just write it and record it, and I don't even think about it. And you said... That is one of my favorite tracks. Uh, yeah, here. yeah. How, how did you yeah. feel when you first heard heard the vocals, Shamir? Like... Yo, when I... When I heard it for the first time, I told him, we making beautiful music. Literally, I said that to him. We make him beautiful music. And then when he got in contact with Shekinah, I knew it was it was over, man. It was just like, was this about to be... I told him this this feels like Sunday morning. Yo, facts, yeah. facts. And then her vocals, shout out to her, because that was like, sometimes it just takes one one small thing to to a song to set it, you know, and just her just harmonizing throughout, like that that was the cream on top to the song, man. Like that's literally on the playlist, gets played, you know, throughout the week all the time. Like, so that that's one of the that's one of your better tracks, to be honest with you. That um Broken Easel. And um I think the other one I like a lot is Growth. So those are the three, if yeah. I can say like I go to in rotation, it'll be those three. All right, next joint. Yeah. Next joint I want to get into is shadow. No, nah, no, nah, not shadows, not shadows. From a standpoint of just what you guys were saying, Sundial. Sundial featuring Q Ham and King James. That 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 song is is phenomenal. Phenomenal, man. Like, so I mean, I know James isn't here and Q Ham, so we'll kind of speak to their verses, you know, so you can shed some light on, on theirs, man. So then whoever, whoever verse you want to talk about first, like, I, I know for me personally, like, uh, James, his, his album, not his album, but his verse made me pick up the phone and call, you know what I'm saying? And call, yeah, and call somebody, yeah. you know, yeah. call my pops, my moms, in particular, my moms, you know what I'm saying? Cause you take that for granted, man. You you you, yeah. you can take that shit for granted, and things could change just like that. I mean, you know, just thinking in real time, the young boy um, from Ohio State, yeah, Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I heard about twenty four years old. You know, just passed away, got hit by a car. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like that, man. Life can, you know, change on you, man. So going into that. You know what I'm saying? Did you got? Did you think he was gonna get that type of verse back from either one of them? Honestly, I didn't. I didn't know what to expect. But um, when I heard the verses, I was, I was like, yeah, these these are perfect. Um, Q killed it. James killed it. Uh, a lot more. Um, you know, uh, related to James James's verse. Um, that's a lot of people's favorite verse on the song, honestly. That's my favorite verse on the song. Um, just the way he tapped into and, and just knowing him and knowing the, you know, the backstory and all that. Just like, I joke was, uh, it was 
Right. But one is it one of his uh best verses, one of my favorite verses from him, and favorite feature verses from him. But Q had a had a tough verse too, man. Yeah. It was like super technical, like technical yeah, Q, man. His verse is crazy. <laughs> <clears throat> I expected that though, you know, but yeah. They both uh they both did me a solid with those features. So what we today we would say the rotation of the earth, but in the day it was the movement of the sun. Inside of my mind, I'm trying to find some answers. I never once thought that you would have died of cancer. It's like yesterday you was helping with my pajamas, working on my grammar, telling me to mind my manners. It was time after time you called and I didn't answer. Now it's left of your physical forms inside a camera. It's ironic how we choose to waste it when we got it, but want it back when our loved ones departed at the time. I ain't recognize it. The prodigal son was a product of love, even if it any any word on a Q sighting? Whole whole pro. I'll ask again. I'll ask again. I know. I don't know when it's coming, but I'll ask again. Is, is he? We working on a tape. Okay. Right now. About yeah. about damn time, Q. About yeah, yeah, about damn time. He been man. Q got Q got mad music though, man. He just ain't put it put it out. Most of his stuff on Bandcamp, I think. It's a good. Um, it's a good problem to have. It's a good problem to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got a lot of a lot of music. Um, good problem to have. But yeah, we working on that tape. But I'm gonna produce it. All right. I don't know oh. when it's gonna drop, but you know, you oh. definitely working. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just being honest. I don't know when he plan on, you know. Hey man, this uh, out, he, he might be the uh, the J Electronica outliers, man. Like. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Just pop up. <laughs> He's the Andre 3000. Hey, <laughs> Yo, he be rapping his ass off when he do show up. So it's like, why not? Yeah. Why not? But every time. But shit. I know a lot a lot of the stuff that we talked about earlier, a lot of the politics, a lot of the social media and all that stuff. Like, you know, sometimes you gotta be prepared to keep up on that. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. in this, in this climate, you can't just put out something dope and go away. You gotta be consistent. So yeah. you gotta be ready for that run. I'm big on social media either. So yeah, that's, that's. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got, like I got that, a podcast yeah. partner that does the same. You won't, yeah. <laughs> you won't see, you won't see prayers on social media like that, but he's all over. I mean, he's on social media, but he just, you know, right. he won't engage. And I, I respect it. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. It is what it is. All right, so fellas, man, I don't want to keep y'all too long. You know what I mean? So again, congrats on the project. Um, can you tell people a little bit of, you know, what you guys have next individually and together as a as a collective? I mean, whoever wants to start first can go. Right now, we're working on that ignorant art. And that's me, JR, and Savior. It's fully produced by me. And then me and Green, we're going to produce Greenery. We're going to produce the Vanity Stain Part 2. And then I got a few other projects this year. Fully produced by me. That's what we work on. And also, shout out to Fabian, man. I saw a post he did where he was teaching um, some lyrics at a, at a school so when we talk about putting yourself out there and shit like that 
that's that's the type of shit I like to see. It ain't weird shit. It ain't, you know, it, it's just that that was dope to see. You know what I'm saying? So that just shows me or, t- you know, just there's different ways to go about putting putting yourself out there and, and doing stuff that you can be respected for. So yeah. um, shout out to him. Also, Vanity Stain Part 2. Uh, I know you got your, your clothing line, uh, which is kind of doing well, man. It's you. you yeah, you getting into your designer bag now too. So, so <laughs> yeah, try to you know, trying to trying to keep it up, man, and come up with different uh, designs and ideas and stuff, man. Like just trying to keep. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Which trying to get the little purple you know? short set, the short set, set it off. I'm, I'm waiting till I move back to the state so I can get it right you know what I'm saying and put the put it together <laughs> fresh, Will fresh. Smith you got the fresh print vibe it got the fresh prince vibe I so, feel it I feel it uh, but I already got it yeah. in my head I'm gonna put it together so hopefully it's still still on the site by then for me to go cop but uh, but yeah man so what do you have coming um, up next JL uh, like Smith said you know the um, ignorant art uh, with uh, Fabian Fully produced by Shamir, um, Vanity Stain 2, uh, produced by Dreamy and Shamir. I got like a lot of Lucy's or whatever. I don't know what I'm going to do with them. I might put them out. I might sell the verses. I don't know. We'll see. But and I, I got a lot of features that haven't uh, seen the light of day. So, yeah, not talking, you know, you know like... It had been sitting on my verses for like a couple of years now. You know, I'm waiting on the songs to come out. So, yeah. That's, I'm that's about it. I'm feeling, I'm feeling. All right, man. Before I let y'all go, man, I know I got to ask you a hoops question or whatever. Fine, the uh, playoffs haven't started. NBA playoffs mm-hmm. haven't started. But who's your who's your dark horse? to win the championship. Who's who's going to come out the East? Who's going to come out the West? And who's ultimately going to win the championship? You said the dark horse. Mm. I don't know, man. I, I think Memphis, man, will, will be my dark horse. But I feel like this about the West. Uh, I think it's going to be another uh, Milwaukee-Phoenix uh, matchup. But I feel like I feel like Phoenix is gonna get it this year. All right, all right. I wouldn't be mad at that. I wouldn't be mad at that. We haven't had two teams meet up in the finals in a couple of years in some to- some sort of rivalry. <clears throat> so I, w- I would definitely wouldn't be mad at that uh, at happening, especially with CP3 being on his his last leg. So he he got to get one before he go to point guard. Yeah, get man. One. Shamir, you watch basketball, man. Yeah, I do. All right. Same question to you. I want to see Brooklyn make it up and the Warriors. I think that would be dope to see Katie and Curry in the finals. Okay. Okay. Mm, I think that that would be a good... uh, But I want Katie to get that. That would be entertaining. Super entertaining. Okay. 
All right, fellas. Well, as you can see, I froze up a little bit, but thank goodness it's at the end of the, <laughs> the episode, so the software won't let us be great, but it is what it is, man. We we manage and maintain, man. Also, man, like, once again, man, shout out to you brothers for doing what you do, man. Keep doing it how you do it. Um, Sometimes the long game is is the game. You know what I mean? So hopefully you guys don't lose your way. And whatever we could do to help out, promote, whatever, you know, we we definitely going to do that. So uh, we look forward to all the projects y'all got in the future, man. So I'll leave it to go out on any last words you guys got for people, your supporters and, you know, for people that listen to the podcast. Yeah, uh, I just want to say, you know, I appreciate everybody who... um who's tapped in with whether it was the music, the just just, you know, contacted me, period, like on social media, anything, man. I appreciate it, all of that. Like more than more than y'all know. It means a lot to me. I wanna say thank you to everybody that's um supported us. That even the people that I've been surprised to see people say, Yeah, I'm from Africa and all this stuff and I be looking like, wow, the reach is crazy. So I want to thank everybody that has just supported us and continue to be there and watch us grow. All right. All right. So with that said, this is episode 157. Damn, 157. We, we, getting, we getting up there, man. So JR, Shamir, Shadow in the Shade 2, you guys go check that out. You can guarantee you won't be disappointed. I've sent this album, every project that you guys have done together and apart to people get nothing but positive reviews. So, um, so shout out to y'all, man. Keep doing your thing. Thank you. Appreciate you, man. A shadow in the shade. A shadow in the shade. shade. (laughs) (laughs) We out. We out. (laughs)